You're listening to Video Creation School with your host, Matt P. Not too long ago, I was on the phone with a buddy of mine, Donald Kelly, over at the Sales Evangelist podcast. Totally awesome guy. You should definitely go check out his podcast as soon as you're done listening to this one, of course. And he just moved into a new studio, upgraded everything, wanting to upgrade their camera setup for when they have guests on and just general, you know, making their stuff look better. And one of the things we talked about is lighting because lighting is so important. So he was looking at some different brands of cameras, some like little movie cameras, um, not necessarily DSLR type stuff, uh, something that could be pretty versatile, can live stream, can record that kind of stuff. And my biggest concern that I told him is that, you know, depending on how much available light you have, whether you have like lighting kits or maybe big windows or whatever, typically that can affect the quality of your video more than anything. So if you've ever bought a GoPro and you're like, oh, I'm going to use this GoPro for all my video. And then the first time you're not trying to record something that's like outside, (laughs) battleboarding, mountain biking, you know, it's a sports action camera. That's what they market it as. And it's because they're really not great in low light. Now, over the years, they get better and better. Obviously, that's just one of the things of technology getting better, which is awesome. And with DSLR cameras, whenever you're looking to buy a camera, one thing that improves with your price is typically how good it is in low light. If you go out and drop $400 on a little point and shoot camera, it's not going to be as good in low light as a $3,500 A7S III it's going to be night and day difference, pun intended. Um, But yeah, one of the things you want to look at whenever you're going to shoot your video is your lighting, where you're setting up, what does the lighting look like? And I see so many times people doing podcast interviews with the video elements and that kind of stuff, just recording videos of them in their office. And for whatever reason, maybe their office or their space is dirty or they're shooting in their house and they don't want to show their living room or their kitchen, their apartment, whatever. I totally get the reasons, but they'll sit with their back to the window. So you have, you're facing away from the window. And what that does, is going to create a silhouette. And if you're trying to record like with your iPhone, it's going to try to compensate for the subject matter, which is you. And it's going to make the shot overall just look really bad. The back is going to be blown out. You're going to be grainy and, you know, kind of muddy looking because the quality is just not there because it's trying to compensate. The one thing you can do if you don't have a lighting kit and you don't have the money to invest in a lighting kit, I totally get it. got to start somewhere face towards a window. So yeah, you might have to set up your background a little more and be a little more thoughtful about like what's going to be back there. Also turn on portrait mode on your cell phone. I'm sure Androids have it because they typically get the stuff before us iPhone users do, but iPhones have a thing called portrait mode. It blurs the background whenever you're using your video camera Uh, or I, I guess in video it's called cinematic mode. So when you open your camera app, just swipe until you see cinematic. And what that's going to do is it's going to recognize your face and it's going to blur out the background. So you don't have to worry as much if there's mess behind you, but you can still face that window, get that natural light in natural light. I come from the world of photography and video. Obviously natural light is your best friend. We used to shoot weddings and with weddings, you don't get to the chance, the time to set up all these big lighting kits and soft boxes Typically, there are some out there that do. I don't want to get into all that. Anyways, natural light. When a bride's getting ready, 
you put her by her window because it's going to look more beautiful when you're doing groom shots. You know, you put them by the window or take them outside or whatever. You want the natural light because it's just so much more flattering than your overhead fluorescent lights are definitely better than can lighting. If you have like recessed can lighting, those things cast horrible shadows. So if you have a window, you know, maybe put like a sheer curtain up to diffuse it and face that window so that way your lighting is better. If you have some money and the space. So one thing I found is whenever I used to live in an apartment, I went out and bought these giant soft boxes and the light from them was gorgeous, but I didn't have the room to leave them set up. So this is one thing you have to consider. If you don't have the space to leave something like a soft box set up, then you might want to opt for natural light or a different type of lighting. Now, soft boxes, they're called that because the light they produce is soft. There's not going to be any like hard line shadows or anything. It's going to be a really beautiful light, um, but they do take a minute to set up. So that's definitely something you want to consider when you're going to purchase lights is how much room do I have? Can I leave these set up? If you have a studio space, if you have an office where you're just going to set them up and you're just going to leave them in the corner until you need to use them, or maybe you have a permanent recording space and you can just leave them set where you record that's ideal, but that's some things you want to think about. Most people, I feel like, especially if you're like this solopreneur, you're trying to get your business started, you're, you know, shoestring budget, bootstrapping. I love those kind of people. I am one of those people. If you're somebody like that, the natural light's going to be your friend. Now, the only thing you have to count for is like cloudy days or when you can record. So if you're somebody who has a nine to five job, Winter time is going to be really hard to record because you leave at nine and you come home at five and it's dark at four thirty. It's going to be hard to record with natural light. So that's another thing to take into consideration. Now you can check out your budget. You know, if you have $200 for lights, then check in that range. Uh, ring lights are great solutions for light. If you need to have something to light you up, like I said, if you, if you have a smaller space and you want to be able to just kind of sit it in a corner up against the wall, it doesn't take long to set up. If you need to take it down every time I have a ring light, we're traveling around the country full time and I brought my ring light with me because it's flat and it packs into a bag and it's really easy to store. So that's a great option to look at if you're looking at it. And you can also, as time goes on, add more lights to your set. So you're like, Hey, you know, I got the ring light. I don't like how flat it looks. I want some more drama in the shot. Move the ring light off to one side and then get a second light and get creative with it. Just know that lighting is important. And if you don't have the option of buying anything, then maybe Put your desk facing towards the window instead of with the window behind you. That way, whenever you're on a Zoom call or a podcast recording, whatever it is, you have beautiful natural light. Even if it's cloudy outside, a lot of times that light's even better. You want that natural light coming in to make you look good. If you have a little bit of a budget, you know, $150, check out some ring lights. I use a newer brand ring light. It allows me to adjust the color, the brightness. You can dim it, all that kind of stuff. It's really great. If you have a studio space and a little bit more of a budget, check out something uh, like some soft boxes and those range anywhere from, you know, a couple hundred dollars to, you know, thousands of dollars, depending on how nice of a light you want to get. Lighting is its whole is a whole separate uh, degree, basically, in filmmaking. But I just want to make sure that you look decent for your sales videos. Nobody's really going to be critiquing your lighting too hard. But if it looks completely out of whack, it'll pull the person out of the video. So it is important to look natural. And the best way to look natural is just to have natural light.
on your face. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Video Creation School. If you liked it, take a screenshot, share it to social media and tag me so I can see what you enjoyed and what you want to hear more of. And as an awesome add-on, I want to give you something for free. So if you go to funnelvideocreation.com, I've got a ton of freebies over there, free courses, a free book. It's like this whole bundle of awesome freeness to help you create videos that convert. So when you're making videos for your sales pages, for your funnels, all that kind of awesome stuff, I'm going to show you exactly what you need to say and do to make more sales. So head over there, funnelvideocreation.com and grab all the free goodies.